the windup in his first offering. Just a bit outside. Are you? Are we? Are we live? We are live. <laughs> I um, had a good morning this morning. Are you going to bring? Is there music to bring us in? I do it in post. Oh, that sucks. I kind of need the warm up. A little bit of audio foreplay to get my fucking Juice mental going. brain boner going. <laughs> I hope we clip that mental brain boner. I uh, I cleaned my deck off last night, so I got some sun on my junk this morning. So I'm feeling pretty. Uh, I'm feeling pretty. I'm feeling pretty scrappy. Wait, what do you mean I'm you cleaned your deck? off? He cleaned his dick off last night. He got some sun on my his dick. <laughs> um, my house was so dirty recently because I work a lot. How dirty was it? <laughs> real dirty. Oh. I don't know how to give you an, I don't know how to give you a vernacular description that will make any sense of how in much disarray my house was. Part of it was cause Chris came over over the weekend and trashed it. You're welcome. Yeah. Like a hotel room. <laughs> like he was on tour. <laughs> used every There's like towel. pictures knocked off the wall. Uh, mustard Chris, on stuff. Yeah. Chris did some damage. Um, so I cleaned, I just reorganized it. Like I put tur- grass turf everywhere. I got a new table nice. for the BBQ. I, uh, got rid of some chairs. <laughs> I, I see Chris with I the VR goggles on just walking around your house, uh, knocking yeah. everything over. Um, and I got some sun on my junk this morning. I've been sunning my junk every morning. Have you, have you ever done it? Uh, probably. No, you haven't. I feel like that answer <laughs> for those of you who haven't sunned your junk, I, mean, I think you should for thousands of years. We walked around without coverage on our junk. And then now we just shove it in these pants all day, like in this dark, damp place. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it damp? I don't know. You ever get, you ever, you don't ever get sweaty crotch. I mean, I don't think in jeans here in the office. Uh, that must be nice. <laughs> yeah, mine's constant. Mine's always a mess, sweaty and rashy. <laughs> mine's Eastern <laughs> European, dude. Mine uh, looks like a. Mine looks like the skin of a pig. It's all pink so, and. <laughs> so hold on, go. <laughs> Now it's tan and looks like a Englishman on, on, on vacation, like a right cantaloupe and a beef. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm going to start timing this and just like call the police or something on you just to fuck with you. I'm going to be like out there and be like, it's yeah, not illegal. Guy. Also welcome to just <laughs> yeah. a bit just outside the hey. semi-serious sports show hosted by really serious guys. So if you haven't sunned your junk, I think you should sun your junk. You can immediately feel your libido go up. Like you don't need more libido. <laughs> I'm covered there, but I'll take more. I mean, I think Chris jerks off like four times a day. I'll sun my junk. I'm looking, that's what I'm looking for. How many for. times a day do you jerk off? Ooh, it depends. Is it the weekend? Do it like multiple times in a day? Is no, that- no, I'll go days without. Yeah, same. I'll try to save up my sauce for the honeys, you know? Yeah, yeah. There's an <laughs> argument to be made, too, about saving your sauce. But, yeah, it's uh, called seminal retention. Sunning your junk will give you immediate energy that day, and you can feel it tingling, like, the whole day. It oh, gives you power. It's called a sunburn, dude. No? <laughs> no? All right, I might have to try this. It's I've nuts. tried it before at a, a hot spring. I'm addicted to it. My patio face is a very close high rise, so it might be a little awkward for those people, but you don't get sun shot. on your side early in the morning either. You'd have to do it like yeah. at night. I get sun early in the morning and I can tuck myself away so nobody can see the horror show that's happening. I might try it <laughs> at my new backyard. It's a duplex, so someone might see, so I have to. No, it's like freeing shit. too. Like it's not, it's like, uh, yeah, I mean, I've been naked on beaches and shit before, and that's nice. It is nice. So maybe I have sun myself. We should be naked more often, not in a perverted way, just in a chill way. Yeah. Just chill naked. How did we get on naked for sports? <laughs> performance, bro. Well, oh, that's yeah. how Peak the Olympics started. I think uh, more people should be naked. sunning their junk. Peak performance. Should I make this one of the, the tags in our... Uh, sunning your junk? Sunning your junk. Yeah. The cool. benefits are insane. You, uh, 
more libido, more energy, uh, more magnesium uptake. Uh, they've linked it to almost like a nootropic. You get more blood flow to the brain. Uh, so yeah, if you're, if you There's can do so it with your coffee, that I'm just holding back on <laughs> don't double, hold back. double dose of vitamin yeah. D on the Matt, brain. Let, let's see your junk. Let's see it and determine if we should get more sun on this junk. Do Jesus. you manscape? Uh, it depends. No, that's a no. I do. I do sometimes. <laughs> that's a hard no. I do. I have a manscaped razor. You have a ponytail. <laughs> I washed it though. I washed it today. It nice I for the, washed it. I looked, wanted to look nice for you guys. I hope you washed that it, a baby. It was uh, pretty ratty after. Maddie doesn't wash his hair sometimes for like weeks at a time. That's that's pretty foul. I don't have time, dude. You go to like raves and stuff. I don't have time to dude, wash your hair. You like, sweat all night. I'd rather clubs. sleep. And then get up and just like, uh, then take a shower. Sometimes I just wash the pits and the junk. I call it the, the French shower. And then I get out the French shower. You mean like a horse bath? Yeah. But the, the, the proper term it. is French shower. What is a horse bath? I mean, is this when you wash your pits and your junk and then you get out of the shower? I don't do like legs and arms sometimes. I call it like the sink, you know, you like get mm-hmm. a rag. Mm-hmm. It's like it's on a the festival go. bath. Yeah. <laughs> you just got to get the crevices. I just, I'm wait, but you don't wash festival. your hair. Like, which, by the way, I don't believe in like I've, since I've become more uh, bald, carnivorous, <laughs> and bald. Yeah, that's a choice though. It's easy because I don't have to wash it. Yeah, I'm getting more and more into this thing where I don't believe in traditional products. Like toothpaste is a scam. It's an absolute one thousand percent scam. Whoa. If your diet's good, like I even confirmed this with my brother, who's a nerdy fucking dentist. I was like, tell me the truth. It's based on bacteria that you grow in your mouth. And some people are more prone to it than others. And toothpaste has nothing to do with whether that bacteria grows or not. Hmm. But I like how fresh it makes my mouth feel. Yeah. So you don't, you don't brush your teeth. I do, but I don't use toothpaste. Just the brush. Yeah. Cause if you look at toothpaste and the ingredients, they're pretty toxic. You use mouthwash. No, oh, I use I Tom's love- of Maine toothpaste. I fucking hate Tom's and all that hippie bullshit. Like I want the like, <laughs> you want to okay. die of cancer. Yeah. At least my breath was fresh. Every time Whitney gets like that Tom's toothpaste and stuff, I'm just like spit it out. I'm like, Ugh, this is like terrible. It's like dull mint. Like I want all the chemicals. <laughs> That's when the flavors fucking- is dull mint. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> dull mint. Yeah. Um, okay. On the show today, we have the, the abs, which is old news, but we're going to talk about trophy dents because it's an analogy for life. Sometimes you just got to dent the trophy. Jake Paul, who's a douchebag college football, which is my favorite topic, which I don't think the boys are going to have any feedback on. So I might be free balling that one. <laughs> and uh, Brittany Griner. Yeah. So let's talk about the abs. Go abs. Go abs. There's all your buttons now, button guy. Yeah, I got it. So listen, I think everybody knows they won all that. The funniest part to me was like, I've seen that. I've seen videos of them dropping that trophy, the Stanley cup. Like there's not many sports and like awards out there. Like you don't go to the Oscars and see people like crushing the Oscars on the ground, but these guys are getting hammered and they dented the bottom of it. Like how, I mean, I'm sure it can be fixed obviously, but yeah, I'm sure it's not a cheap thing to do. And it's like, a it's very- a hundred year old trophy. Matt, pull it up. What are the stats on this trophy? Let's they, see. Their claim to fame too, by the way, which I think is a joke hockey, which I love your sports still one of the most violent sports. Your claim, the, all this, all the commercials during the, the Stanley Cup was like the greatest sport, the greatest trophy in sports, not the greatest sport, not, not the, the greatest, greatest trophy in sports. Yeah. You know, what we should, and why? Just because it's old. You like, know what we should pull up? 
I've read stories of like the dirty ass things that guys do because they each get to take that trophy. Oh, got it. What would you do with it? I'm sure there's so much jizz on that thing. Yeah. I saw an interview I put my a long time ago. Son of a guy was talking about how somebody was drinking out of it and he's like, I would never put my mouth on that. He's like, <laughs> each person from the team gets to take it home. And the things I've heard that guys have done with that. Hey, as long as you run it through the dishwasher, I'd put my mouth on it. <laughs> Maddie, what would you do if you had the greatest trophy in sports? <laughs> it's the oldest. Yeah, it's like a hundred years old. What would I do with it? Um, I'd eat. I'd put like a nice helping of oatmeal in it. Kind of a oatmeal. They have a nice breakfast out of it. In the morning, a nice breakfast, which would be oatmeal. You don't look like a guy that eats oatmeal. I eat like oatmeal every day, dude. You eat oatmeal every day? Yeah, like no, a come dog, on. He looks dude. like a guy who eats oatmeal. <laughs> I am oatmeal, dude. <laughs> <laughs> You're made out of oatmeal. I'm full oatmeal. <laughs> if we cracked you open, it would be you stab me. Oatmeal will come out. <laughs> <laughs> Let's find not, out. Not blood. <laughs> yeah, I have oatmeal every day. Every day, much. why? <laughs> it's easy and it's like a dense carbon, so I can. You eat that instant oat shit, though, don't you? I do like the one you cook for an hour, though. The Irish oats for an hour. Oh, God. You I ever had those? Oatmeal. oatmeal is another fucking scam. Oatmeal is disgusting. It's so quick, too. It is gross. I'll unless you, unless you, you cover oatmeal. it with maple syrup, brown sugar. No. I don't do that. I just put a spoon oh. of peanut butter in. It tastes like nothing. I put it literally like a, tastes like nothing. Sometimes I run out of peanut butter. And it's just like that scene in the Matrix when they eat that fucking white shit that comes out of the thing. And oh, I it's feel just like that. Goop. It's goop. I feel like a third world citizen sometimes is eating plain oatmeal when I run out of ingredients or peanut butter, basically. There's so much stuff you can put in it. I know, but... I but that's what I'm saying. You don't have to put anything on a steak and go, this is amazing. You have to doctor oatmeal to even get it down. It's gross. All right. It's made, it was made... <laughs> I'd put oatmeal in the Stanley Cup. It would be kind of fun. That is the weakest fucking answer I've ever heard. Oatmeal and the Stanley, that's what you do with it? You wouldn't drink oh, champagne at it? Then I'd throw yeah, some go, girl bro. afterwards yeah, on it yeah. and pin her over, dude. And I'm here to eat that oatmeal. Yeah, bro. That's what I would do. Sports. <laughs> I wish this was like a live public one because I would Sports. love to see what people would do with that. Like, we should just ask that. Yeah, leave question. a comment. What would you do with the Stanley Cup? I might put that on my Instagram today. Just out of Send us uh, what you would do with the Stanley Cup. I'll make this a clip so they can comment on this. <laughs> clip it. Clip it. Best comment wins our our admiration. You can wash Maddie's hair. <laughs> <laughs> Maddie, what if we pinned you down at the office and cut your hair off? I would lose all my power. That's funny. I was just thinking that actually. Yeah. This morning. I was like, what if we shaved his head? Well, it'd it. be for a good cause. Why? I guess I can. How about the good cause is hygiene? You, just- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think you can donate it if you don't wash it. I I do donate. <laughs> Get it. it in the mail. And be like, <laughs> yeah, I have uh, donated it before when I grew it out really long. Oh yeah, I donated to Locks of Love. Okay, so Chris, what would you do with the Stanley Cup? I get a bowl cut with it. Like put it's it going to be it. something sexual, guaranteed. Oh, for sure. Sports with it. Rub his butt on it or something. Or fuck on it. I mean, I'd poop in it. Can somebody, <laughs> can somebody sit should be in a the button. cup? Go ahead, Chris. What do you do with the Stanley Cup? Is it big enough somebody can sit in the cup? Yes. Yeah. You know where I'm going with that. If, if I'm, I'm thinking of who you're it. thinking, yes, she could fit in the Stanley right. Cup. There we go. Start with that. Um, so sex. Yeah. First, of course. <laughs> yeah. Would you would you would you be respectful enough not to come on the trophy or would you come? Oh on God, it? no. You just, <laughs> oh, Chris no, respect. no respect. No <laughs> respect. Fucking 
stab a hole in the top of it and use it as a giant bong. Ooh. Wow. Yeah. Class, class, class. And the water would be melted ice from when you want it. <laughs> I don't get it. You, you don't um, smoke weed, that's why. So sex and weed, Matt would eat oatmeal. I feel like this is a perfect... <laughs> I think what you would do with the Stanley Cup perfectly sums up who you are as a person. <laughs> what would you do? Weed and sex and oatmeal. <laughs> um, if I put my keys in there, but when I go out... I mean, fuck, I'm kind of, I'm kind of, a, I'm kind of one of those braggadocious sort of loud people. I would probably strap it in the front seat of a Lambo with the top down and drive it around Denver. <laughs> yeah. Maybe get a little backpack and strap it to your back and just carry yeah, it around, walk around so the mall with a baby, <laughs> put in a baby Bjorn. <laughs> <laughs> go, go shopping with it in the grocery cart. Like Tim Sylvia from the UFC did that a long time. Yeah, ago. I, would do, I would do shit like that. I would, uh, I'd probably be because of my rugby roots. Everything in rugby was like drinking out of whatever you had. Yeah. Like, you, you know, I would make everybody drink out of it. that came in my house. Like we used to do boots all the time where you drank out of boots. I'd probably they call those a shoey, a shoey. I would do uh, a shoey out of it for sure. I'd probably fill it with beer and chug out of the top of it after I drove it around town in the front seat of my car. Have you seen this? Uh, they are making Colorado avalanche beer made out of the water that's used in it is melted ice from when they won the trophy. Ugh. That's gross. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, they, dude. Hockey players sweat all over the place. There's they blood, bleed, spit. It. That's gross. But uh, tip of the cap to the Avs. Big win. Uh, the parade, if you weren't in Denver and didn't see coverage of it, was absolutely nuts. I also, that's one thing I don't get about people who watch sports. Like, you're more fanatical about a sports team than you, like you're the, you're the same guy that'll make fun of people who go to church and are spiritual and like raise their hands. Yeah. I but a, yet if they go yet like going to a parade and someone else saw the mother guy's Jersey and skipping work for a day for a team who doesn't give a fuck about you is not weird. Somehow I have a bone to pick with sports people when they go, Oh, we won the cup. Like, no, you didn't fucking win. Just because you live here? Yeah. <laughs> yeah like, don't do, say we. Say the, the team. If you've never been a part of a, a, a town, and then we got to move on, a town that's won an, a major championship, it is fun. Like, it, it lifts the whole city. Like, everyone's happier. Oh, it was lit this weekend. I will say this. You know, normally, this has always baffled me. I don't get it. The team that wins in most sports they usually destroy their own city after and it looked like denver was pretty calm i'm kind of proud of that they weren't lighting cars on Had a fire. baby denver yeah every time do you know what i'm talking about yeah i've always thought that was the dumbest those tradition. are degenerate cities I think we talked about that last time it's kind of like protesting like you guys are protesting but destroying this the 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 neighborhoods you come from like why would you do that yeah in celebration if you're gonna protest go up to the rich people neighborhood and destroy their stuff that's yeah. what i've been saying you read my twitter go yeah. to chris's neighborhood <laughs> <laughs> I live across the street. My neighborhood's terrible. I live in a beautiful building, but around my neighborhood is turning into it's like home, methadone clinic. Yeah, that's, yeah, it's, it's bad. That circle K is the most gnarly circle K <laughs> yeah. in all of Denver. It really is. We should just walk there and film today. It's pretty interesting. I went there after our some live shoot and gave them f the leftover 7-Eleven. Okay. Um, next topic, Jake Paul, who I love talking about because I think he's a douche. He makes more money than me. Maybe I'm just jealous. I'm a fan. I like the way he's doing things. People think he's stupid. He's not stupid. He's great at promoting. Hey, what is his name? Tommy Fury is supposed to be fighting him in August. How could we use Jake Paul tactics to grow fit soda? Well, you let me start talking shit to people on the social media. I already told you you could. Vlogs and podcasts. Mm, not the way I want to. Let's let's avoid a lawsuit. If <laughs> like a racial he's, or like. He's not a public company. He's a 
individual, so he can say whatever he wants. But he's great at selling it. Look, Tommy Fury um, is saying he's having visa issues, and then he's gone dark, according to Jake Paul. The best part about it is Jake Paul takes the narrative away from him, right? He, even if he's making it up, he puts it out there. People run with it. Um, Jake Paul is offering, he put something on Twitter yesterday where he was offering somebody $2,000 or everybody that retweeted the thing, $2,000 talking about how Tommy's a bitch. <laughs> it's, yeah, the guy's clever. And now he's saying he's got to find a short notice opponent and him and Nate Diaz have been talking about boxing. Nate wants to leave the UFC. I just talked to him two weeks ago. He said he's been trying to get out of his contract for years. Dana won't let him. But really? Then, but then Dana said... That's a just a bit outside exclusive. Yeah. Nate Diaz wants to leave the UFC, really. Yeah. Oh, he's been saying it forever. To, get a, boxing, to get a boxing deal. He just wants out of the UFC. Yeah. And now I don't know if that's his tactic to say so that, um, you know, build hype and everything. I don't think so. He's, he's not really like that. But Dana is saying... Nate is like one in four in his last fights or whatever. I don't know what his record is. And Dana's like, maybe he should go box. So mm. he says that, but won't release him. It's just mm. kind of interesting. It's like they're both playing boardroom chess. Uh-huh. So I don't know. I almost think Jake beats Diaz. He's too big. Nate's not small. He's not? No. He looks he, like, he looks like a think. crackhead when he fights. He's a lot bigger than you think. Huh. What does he walk around at? I don't know. I mean, I've seen him where he looked like he was probably like 2, 210. So you think, so who wins in that fight? I mean, it's hard to pick against Nate, the guy that's been fighting forever. It's outboxes. He weighs as much as me. That outboxes most of the guys in the UFC that he fights. He does. True. Um, He's tough as nails, has a chin like crazy. Yeah, cardio for days. We saw Jake Paul fade. I don't know. I mean, Jake Paul's 190. I think the, the Paul brothers are both He's only 190. Or, yeah, 191.4. Yeah, I think both the Paul brothers are better boxers than people give them credit for. Sure. They're, they're talented, but they got the time. They're not pro boxer level. No. But they're good. I mean, he, he's wanting to fight Canelo and stuff, and Canelo's way smaller, but... Canelo would pick him apart. Canelo's a hammer, right? Yeah. When, too quick. He's too skilled. Chris, because you bring up a good point. We talk about this a lot whenever fighters are on, like... And, and we have athletes in here. It's like the, like the skill level at the NFL, like with men like in here, like the, what he's doing with his hands off the line, like how they drill just hand movements. I wouldn't be shocked when you told me Menelik's good at fighting because he has to have hand-eye coordination at a level that people don't understand. I think for pro boxers, what people don't get, like the Mayweathers, the Canelos, is how much strategy, skill, speed, um, footwork. footwork that they have that you just can't notice. Uh, and I, and going back to strategy, like how much of it's mental, how much they set guys up, you know, they're playing two or three moves ahead. Um, that takes 10 or 15 years to develop, right? Oh yeah. And most of those boxers have been doing it since they were kids. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Fuck. I like it. I would rather fuck. see, I would rather see Nate fight Jake Paul than Tommy Fury. I'll fight Jake Paul. Let's do it. Let's get that fight on the, on the books. I wish I was more famous so I could fight him. We'll call him out. We got to get him some fit soda. Yeah, <laughs> I Jake. saw on Twitter one time, he was like, I don't trust anybody that drinks soda. Shit's terrible for you. And I was like, man, I wish I, wish I knew this guy because I'd send him some fit soda. By the way, technically everything with bubbles is a soda. Everything. So unless you're only, whoever says that, unless you're like, even Perrier to me is fucking soda. Soda water. Yeah. It's all soda. Just carbonated water is soda. Yeah. So what is a soda? I don't know. I hate that when people say that. I hate sparkling water. 
fucking hate it. I love anything with bubbles in it. Anything. anything. <laughs> <laughs> just like drinking. Um, it's not bubbles. Maddie, who do you pick? Jake Paul or what's your analysis on this matchup? Yeah, how does it go down? Well, I've been watching a lot of their tapes lately, and I think uh, Paul's really got the upper hand <laughs> just because of his... Uh, do you, you have been watching a lot of anime with fucking Yeti. I do not watch anime. Anime sucks. The Yeti's hilarious. Anime Yeti porn Yeti doesn't fight. suck. Porn? Anime porn? It's called hentai. <laughs> <laughs> so your analysis is Jake Paul in how many rounds? Uh, two. Two rounds. Wow. Two rounds. Over yeah. ideas. Yeah. Man. Okay. Yeah. Who would you fight right now? In it, who? What DJ would you fight right now? Oh, this Not local, because no one fucking knows anybody. Like a big one. Like there was this kid this weekend that we played with, who's kind of a bigger kid. Uh, he he looks a, like a bus driver. He was an asshole to me, and I this I, weekend. Yeah, I would, I'd bite his ear off if I see him in public again. Does he know who you roll with? I think I don't think so. <laughs> hey, maybe when we get the new facility, we get a cage in there, and you can start your own show. We'll call it DJ Fights. <laughs> DJ <Whoa>. Fights, <laughs> just two people that don't train at all, and we can do it. Uh, we ball. When do we go to the corner and do bumps, then come back? <laughs> <laughs> what about uh, Tiesto? Would you fight Tiesto? No, that guy's huge. Tiesto is he, dude? I would assume he was like look at four. Dude, all the big DJs can like S T O. They're all like they have all the free time, so they just work out. Yeah, he's kind of ripped, right? No, that guy's f- he's looks exactly what he is. Euro trash. Is he European or Mexican? Yeah, he's European. Okay, I was gonna say if he's Mexican, you got no shot. I guess not. They can box like a he's also like fifty now. Yeah, that might have the upper hand on that one then. Yeah, <laughs> um, I'd fight Marshmallow, but he's got to wear the outfit. <laughs> um, I like that. That's the deal. Okay, uh, moving on. Um, college football. This is going to be a big one for you guys. I know you both yeah. follow college football religiously. Roll Tide. I got to get back into it, but college football is my religion. Uh, pretty soon here. What is it? July, August. It's coming up in August. First game start August thirty first. Oh wow! Uh, go dogs. Uh, also go Wolfpack. I love college football. On a Saturday morning, I will. I will not go out on a Friday night just to, which I don't often anyway. It sounds like yeah, you're always at the club. <laughs> I'm fucking out all the time. I will get up extra early on a Saturday morning just to watch college game day coverage. I obsess about it. I have three TVs in my living room just to watch extra college football i think it's the greatest game on earth and i think it's the greatest game on earth because of if, if the you, sheer athleticism no 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 it's not that because i get this i get this argument all the time with idiots who they like, go for it they, they, they the, the the energy's there the whole city's behind it there's there's usually hundreds of years of tradition at these bigger schools um you know you menelik's going to uh, AM. college station has 112,000 people they never sit down it's it's like when a city loses like a college football program loses a game it's like depression comes over the and i'm not saying that's right or wrong or like you might have your opinion about and i just made fun of sports people but like <laughs> but i'm also not the guy who makes fun of it. hey if you go yeah. to a church and you go crazy good for you if that's what you that's what you're into i don't give a shit uh i always get weird with those guys because they just they know more about his team than they know about like their kids yeah do you know what i mean like yeah. that that part's the part that rubs me the wrong way but like 
Yeah, like uh, uh, the traditions, like when 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 Auburn plays Alabama, it's a hundred year old rivalry, yeah. rivalry in state rivalry where there's they play for these like at Nevada they play for a cannon that one they play for a trophy and when the if Alabama beats Auburn there's this tradition where they toilet paper part of their campus and I'm not talking like a few I'm talking like like uh, thousands fifty thousand kids will toilet paper this whole universe it, like I want a cannon there, there's a level there's an extra level of energy at these these events that you, if you've never experienced it, I think you should. I would say like the bands and you're right. These kids are playing for, they play their heart out. They're not playing for, well, they can get paid now like endorsements, but I will say that like, so there was a time I did watch a little bit of college football. I'll make you a deal and then I'll get back to my point. Yeah. Watch it with my hand. When it starts, I'm going to start coming over Saturday morning, at least yes. twice a month and watch football with you and learn more yes. about it. And we got to go to a live stream. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> we got to, we got to go to a game this year. I've never been to a college game either. Let's Dude, go see the best. Like, so the, the thing is too, like the, the fans come in, like, you know, like when I went and saw Georgia, Tennessee in between the hedges, um, yeah, I want to tailgate. I want to bro. It starts on experience. like, it starts on like Tuesday. So like, or like, like a sorority girl. We yeah. got to do it all. <laughs> <laughs> the full experience. You go to Ole Miss and they have this thing called the Grove, which is like famous. And it's these trees that kind of, and the players walk down and you're talking like it's a mall in LA. Pe- yeah. People come down on like <laughs> Tuesday and they're already cooking out and there's already this like electricity in the air. It's just, it's, it's special. Um, big changes in college football though. Uh, UCLA SE going to the big 10. They were in the pac 10, um, huge move. And it's basically for the money. So there's only a few power conferences now, sec, big 10. What do you mean for the money? So the broadcast rights. Yeah. hundred percent. So basically big 10 signed a deal with NBC or whoever it was. Disney owns all that for like 3 billion bucks. Now each school in that conference roughly equates to 60 million a year or 50 million a year, just to that school for playing in that conference, which is why the sec has been so stacked because they signed deals that essentially got them TV rights, which is why half the time you watch college football, it's Bama versus whoever, they can pull more money in, recruit better players, have better uh, facilities. Um, well, like if you go into like Oregon's facility, like it would blow your fucking mind. Like, is that the one that you visited that one time? You had like, you were behind. No, that was North Carolina and Chapel Hill. Yeah, that one was tight. Uh, but like, you go to their facilities, bro, and they're they're almost better than pro football facilities. Like they from their locker room to what they have in their lockers to what you know. Oregon has a three story locker room with like. You have so chefs and, and snacks and stuff. Yeah, Look, they should because those four kids different aren't outfits. Get, they should. Those kids aren't getting paid, and they're making these schools and stuff a fucking billions of fortune. dollars. Billions of. I've heard the estimate at Michigan is they have a bigger GDP than most small countries. Just their football program, which wow. is they call it the Big House. One hundred and ten thousand fans every game. It's one of the biggest programs in the world. They have a bigger GDP than most countries. <laughs> They're, they're, yeah, their That's economy wild. is bigger than most countries. Yeah, because I think and you're right. The kids don't get shit except for scholarships, the right to play there, which has been an argument in college football for a long time. Like, fuck off with the money. The reason it's pure, but it's been about money the whole fucking time. Yeah. Really, it's the whole thing. Merchandising, everything. What do you think, before we end this topic, what do you think about the, uh, what is it called, the NIL? So the college football players are allowed to have sponsorships and stuff now. Now they have agents. Um, they're allowed to get yeah endorsement deals. I think they get merchandising um, commissions. At first, I was against it. I was like, "This is going to ruin the game." And then I was like, "You're being you're being an old fuck right now. Like it's not going to ruin the game. These kids should be making money. They were making money anyway. 
So it's almost like the gun argument. They were already making endorsement money. They was just under the table yeah, for years. But you couldn't get caught. Otherwise, your career was over, right? But everyone was doing it. Yeah, but now it's a little safer for him. I think it's that's good. what I'm getting at. Like, give them the money. Let them. I mean, they're college kids. They need fucking money too. They can't work because when you're playing those sports, it's a full time thing. And going to school, I'm fine with the endorsement stuff. I think that. Yeah, like if, about, I, if I if you sign something, you should get paid for it. Yeah, think about like if you're the quarterback at Bama, how many thousands of jerseys are sold with your name on it and you don't get anything. Do they put the names, the players' names on the jerseys? I don't think they do that. Some Even them, in CAA games, they don't. Um, they pass the fan, it to 10. Seven's got the ball, like in the, the no, they video put games. on the jerseys, yeah. Some of the fan jerseys have them too, but I think they should make money. And then they have something after, you know? If you don't want them to make money during, maybe, yeah. maybe everything goes into saying. an account and you get it when your career is Yeah, up. the odds of going to the NFL are fucking slim. Uh, and there's some of these guys who are absolute legends. Like Johnny Manziel should have made money in college, although he'd probably still be money broke. Money Manziel. Let's go, Money Manziel. Let's get him on the cast. That's He's a great probably, nickname, dude. Money Manziel? Yeah. That's because when he scored touchdowns, he used to go like this. I'm going to change mine to Manny He's Money. probably in rehab right now. <laughs> He's got a podcast now, I think. Who doesn't? Yeah. We have two. We're going to have more. We're going to have six. I want all of them. Maddie, what college would you play football at if you could play at any college? Mm, uh, USC. Just for the babes? Just for the babes, dude. It's in a rough part of town. I'd be, I'd be a quarterback. Like, <laughs> you, you wouldn't, but... I would be. A, or no, I'd probably be the kicker, <laughs> to be honest. I'm, ki- I'm totally kicker material. <laughs> Just you look like Euro, so you if, like if you could get like a funny like Eastern European accent down, just play that card hard. Like yeah, so kick the ball sometimes. Yeah, I kicks. The, I don't know. It sounds like Arnold Schwarzenegger, but <laughs> they, they hike. They high smith the ball <laughs> and I, I kick it through the fence post. I be I'm French. French. I be like, I, be like, I kick the ball. Uh, it's a uh, it's American football. Do you yeah. think football's too rough? No, I like it. I no, I'm asking Matty Gus, not this French. Okay, no, I I. I like football. I like watching it. I like the Broncos. I never really related to college football because I didn't go to a big, I went to a trade school. uh, So I couldn't really relate. (laughs) Are you okay? Maddie, if we bought you some shoulder pads and a helmet, would you let Chris run into you full speed once? Please say yes. Yeah. Can there be a mat underneath me? Can yeah, I land? Do I? That's not going to matter. <laughs> can, I land on, can I land on a mattress? I think we should do this. I would love Full to see speed. you come out in like shoulder pads and helmet, all skinny. And the mat won't matter. No, I'll knock you out on impact. I, no, I, I think I would really hurt myself. Yeah, I might I break your you back too. <laughs> that might not be a smart move. We I'll, should get two sets and have you and Carson do Oklahoma drill. Oh my fuck! <laughs> do you know what an Oklahoma drill is? I do not. It's where you sit helmet to helmet. You're on your back. You're facing opposite directions, and then you blow the whistle. Whoever gets up fastest and hits the other guy wins. Okay, I've seen that on a movie. It's pure aggression. Yeah, it's the best drill ever. I think you wipe Carson out, though. Oh yeah, I have like a bunch of like uh, pent up juice that's never came out. But I I think if I ever got like in a real situation, I would let the beast unleash. (laughs) The beast. The beast. The beast. That's your new war. That's your war name. I'm the beast. The beast. The beast master. Little goblin boy. That's my war name. Machine. (laughs) Anyways, yeah, go college football. I'm going to. Bro, I would love that. I'm going to do it. All right. Hold me to it. I'll come watch some games, learn some more. It's the best. Decide who my favorite team is. It is the is. absolute best. If I could evangelize anyone in this world about anything, it wouldn't be love, religion, be kind to others, do good onto the earth, <laughs> leave a legacy. It'd be 
get into college football. It would be tight to get in the new studio, have a TV up, and then we could do a live stream where we watch it as commentators and you can put it on your computer while you watch How the do games. we do that? I want it now. You said it. Now you're going to have to figure it out. The bigger room. There's a big room downstairs available. We just built a studio in. Those construction guys left. Did they? Yeah. It's so quiet down there. Let's do it. I mean it. We can make a cool set. Well, we need it. We're trying to launch like Kelly's and all those podcasts. I looked at it yesterday. I was like, this might be the answer. Let's go look at it. Okay. Uh, last topic. I'm excited. Sensitive topic. Uh, Brittany Griner's in the news. I don't know if you follow this story. If you haven't, quick recap. She went to a country, Russia, with drugs, got caught, being held, and now there's a big hubbub over her release. Do we know what drugs? Weed. <laughs> but irrelevant. See, but that's, that's the problem with this story. You went to, you went to a country with, a, uh, with weed. A known repressive regime they don't care about human rights at all it's been documented we know that i wouldn't i'd be afraid to go to russia i know you've been to russia i'd yeah. be kind of low-key afraid to go there regardless yeah I mean, i'd be on my toes i have a homie from russia and he was like this shit was terrifying it is a, it's a little different for sure when you're there you just feel a little uneasy i, I, would. Mean, I had a great time it was fun it was nice sure all the, the people, people were, nice. were great yeah yeah they were it wasn't it actually changed my perspective you know we're taught our whole life like uh oh, russia bad blah 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 I had a good time there. Everybody was real friendly for the most part. Um, some stories. I think a guy tried to kidnap me. Um, you know, there was a few weird. They were real there, friendly. There, there was a few weird instances, right? <laughs> Wait, whoa. What? I'll have to tell you that one later. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so we brought this weed were. into Russia. <laughs> <laughs> this guy started. I love to, how that started. Oh, the people were great. I had a great time. I did almost get kidnapped. Uh, that's so nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was, I'll tell you, I'll, I'll sum it up real quick. It was, I was leaving the airport. I got there, couldn't get in the airport. My visa was expired. They wouldn't let me in, um, which is, it's illegal there. You have to have a visa, an active visa all the time. And you have to have an exit visa. How'd you fuck that up so bad? Yeah, that's a long story. We are shocker. Um, yeah. So wow. you weren't prepared somewhere. <laughs> so I, I come out, I come out angry going back to a hotel and this guy's like, you need a ride. And this is like midnight. And I was like, yeah, yeah, cab. And he's like, all right, wait right here. And he got on the phone and he's like, just wait here. It's expensive to park. So I'm gonna call this car up. And he's like, when the car gets here, just get in. He wasn't, I started realizing there was a cab line over there and he wasn't a cab driver. So this is all the Google Translate. I was like, look, man, I'm just gonna go get a cab. And he started yelling at me and like holding his phone. And he's like, when the car gets here, you get in, don't say another word, all this stuff. And I was just like, yeah, okay, buddy, like flipping him off, like, yeah, fuck off. And he kept following me. And eventually he, he veered off, but it was weird. I was like, was he going to kidnap me? Um, but yeah, Russia, fuck, you can't fuck around in other countries. Now, I did by accident. I told you this before. Um, I accidentally brought weed to Russia too. Sorry, Russia. I didn't mean to. I it was mid, so don't worry, guys. Yeah, it was a bunch of edibles. Um, I went there to fight, and I have two bathroom bags, right? One I travel with, one I don't. And I thought <laughs> I thought I brought the right one. I Real got, pros will pick up on that second part. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I got to my hotel after going through customs, all that stuff, and opened up my bag, and I was like, holy shit, there's like 20 edibles in here. And I was actually scared then, so then I ate them all. Wow. And then you got more scared. <laughs> you got them through, though. Oh, yeah. Wow. That's I didn't, sketchy, I didn't find them until my hotel room. Well, this guy so, likes brownies. Like, that yes. is so sketchy. Yeah. Um, because, like, countries like, I think it's Singapore, the, you know what the punishment is for Yeah, weed? they'll kill you on it's the spot. Death. 
So, that, dude, I, that's what I'm saying. So the story, like, it, 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 uh, we're not going to get into racial or political or women's rights or any of those things. Uh, the but, one, no, the one, no, the one thing that when I was reading and like prepping for the show and I was looking into this story and I was trying to be subjective and I was going through every argument and I watched a bunch of videos on it and I was like, what do I really feel about this? Cause Tim Kennedy recently came out and he posted about her and he was like, so you were talking shit about our country and you wanted to kneel and you've, you've, you've been kind of a brat towards this country. And then now that you've been detained, you want us to come to the rescue and he got national coverage for it. So I was just thinking about it. And I think for me, it's kind of this, I've been talking about this on podcasts a lot lately, just, and Matt, you can play the violin here. Uh, this is a Chris moment of me being like, you know, building a company was so hard, but it's also what makes this country amazing is that you can enterprise and, and pick yourself up. And yes, yes, everyone listen to my, my plight. <laughs> Please understand the sorrow. Um, is kind of this idea of how spoiled we've all become and especially in this country like we had Menelik on who's from Britain and he was like this is the greatest country in the world like people in even in Britain are like trying to get here and it to me it just kept like the thing that kept coming out to me was just how spoiled this seems like you were told by your team not to go or you were at least warned they were about to be at war with Ukraine which if you read between the lines, I would have been like, you know what? If Russia's going to war right now, Russia's at war. I'm going to dip. I'm yeah. going to go. Uh, you know what? I won't go. Um, you had drugs with you. You, and some of the stories now are like defending the amount of drugs he had. Yeah. It, it doesn't matter. It's countries have their laws and their laws are their laws. Like, <coughs> like if this were a, anyone else, would anyone give a fuck? Now, sure. If it were an American, I think a lot of people are still like, let's go get them. Fuck Russia or whatever. But it just feels like this like sort of spoiled professional athlete moment where you you went and you 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 should have known better and now you got nipped and now you're in jail and now it's becoming like a national story. And it feels spoiled to me. It feels like that's how it feels. Like there's a spoiled vibe to it. Yeah, I mean, I get it. If that were me, I would be writing everybody hoping that they were coming to help me. Because um, it's serious. You could be there for t- the next 30 you years. You could end up in a work camp and die. And Russia's like, oh no, it was just, it was yeah. just a jail. But you have to work. I'd be scared out of my mind. Oh yeah, me too. What would worse um, to be in jail in Russia or China? I'm gonna go with China. I'm gonna go with Russia. Although, <laughs> I'm just, I was a, <laughs> I'll be like, I bet the food's better in China. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know. No, the food in Russia was great when I was there. I don't know about jail, what was it? At yeah. least Chinese. People yeah, but how many like people are like five feet? Hey, tall. we're going out to dinner tonight. Where are you going? Oh, this great Russian place on the street. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, you get some. You, you, you guys don't like gasoline there, and then we. Uh, you guys don't like stroganoff. Uh, is that Russian? I thought it was German. No, I didn't know that until I went to Russia. It's everywhere. They had the stroganoff factory, and anyways. whenever my mom comes and visits, I make her make that dish. Yeah, my Russian friend. Uh, Artom, uh, he wouldn't. He would make me dinner. It would be like fish, but he would also put like they put sides of relish. They just like scoop relish on their plates. Yeah, I thought that was so. Interesting. Matt, what do you think about this? Is it as kind of a yeah? How do you feel about this? I mean, if I ever had to go play Russia, like play Russia, like a DJ. She was gig, going to play. The, oh, okay. Like I get if it. I would be a touring person to visit that country, I would definitely like respect their things. I'm too paranoid to bring any like illegal substance with me on an airplane. Wait, you just said something great that I think, again, this goes to this sort of spoiled culture we have where we don't, we've stopped respecting rules and, and it almost feels disrespectful. Like if you want to be respected, you should respect the place you're going. Yeah. That's what I would think. Like if I was going to the Middle East right now, I would, I would look up the Middle East 
what their customs are. And I wouldn't, I would show up in full respect. Don't like, shake their left hand. Different. But who shakes left hands? Weirdos. <laughs> I, I know, but right. I would respect, I would fully try to respect every part of their culture. I wouldn't bring drugs and be a dick about it. I wouldn't, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've traveled a lot. I usually do look up the laws and stuff. I know I told you a few instances where yeah. that was all one trip. It was just a big fuck up. You should look up your um, visa date next time. Yeah. Well, I didn't, I didn't book my visa. That was the problem. Um, but yeah, I think it is some entitlement. I do think as an American, we should be um, negotiating to get her back. We are. And we yeah. should go get her. Well, but one of the arguments is that there's another guy whose family is really upset that he got wrongly imprisoned in Russia for espionage. He's been there for four years and there hasn't been any response. Like, just like bird watching the binoculars weren't looking at you. Guys. Yeah, there hasn't been, but that's a scary, but he hasn't had any response from the white house from maybe it really was espionage. If I was a spy, Boom. I would say I'm not a spy. That'd be my first and, thing. And the government will say, but why, we don't but why aren't we still trying to go get him? Yeah, I don't know. Um, if the argument is like, let's go get Americans, then let's be how, consistent. How many did Biden leave in Afghanistan? You brought Ooh, up Tim good Kennedy. Good one. No, good you one. brought up Tim Kennedy. He was just wow. talking about this the other day. Do you have a bomb drop button? Tim Kennedy was just on, uh, <laughs> I think it was Rogan's podcast, talking about how many Americans actually are still in Afghanistan that were left there to, to the Taliban. He said there's thousands. Bro, hold on. Mic drop for Chris Camozzi. He gets points in this argument. We should have a point system. Biden's not the guy to come get you. I was talking to this. I was talking to Gina about this this morning. I wanted to get a woman's a, a viewpoint on this. Ask Maddie. And she's. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just assume my gender? Oh my god! She said the same thing. She goes, uh, "I think I think it's an entitled move on her part." And I also feel like how many people did we leave behind in Iraq? And she's dude. The, and the people we left behind were like, let's not talk about soldiers. That's a whole nother debate. Just the people doing humanitarian work there who were there just to help people. They weren't, they weren't one side or the other. They weren't, they didn't have an ax to grind. There was people we left there who were just trying to help other humans. Yeah. Who we left behind. I mean, there were, there were like corporate people there. Cause like they had regular businesses set up there now, you know? Um, like American businesses and they were left behind like a Jimmy John's. Yeah. There's probably McDonald's for sure. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, like I said, so how do you feel? It, so you feel like there's some entitlement here happening? Uh, yeah. I mean, look, she fucked up and she should be smarter. I don't really know what my opinion is on it. I, I think as Americans, like I said, that we should still try to get our people back, but how hard are they going to try is Putin going to budge? He also has her, like you said, during this war where we're sanctioning Russia and stuff. You think Putin's going to be like, yeah, you know what? We'll just give her back after you guys have been fucked. Yeah, us. there's no question. She's probably getting an unfair, no question. Wrong time, wrong place. Casualty of war. What do you think, Maddie? I just told you. I respect their... Their vibe? Their vibe. I wouldn't... Uh, I wouldn't go, fuck up their flow over there in Russia. Yeah. Yeah. What's, what's your thought though? Because I just do they admit the, again, the immediate response I got from reading all this and seeing all the commentary, even on ESPN was that, it, you know, uh, is sort of that entitled vibe that, 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 you know, kind of this like spoiled athlete angle of, Hey, I'm, I'm different or I'm special or I'm, I just hope she's safe and no one gets hurt. Same. No, no. 
duly noted. That's I hope my... she makes it home safe. We should get her, blah, blah, blah. But it felt like, the, like a bigger narrative for this country, which is like people are woke. You act like you can do whatever you want. Everything will be okay. Yeah, you got caught, and it's not going to be okay. Great point. Thank you for leading me into that, that there are consequences in life. You can't just get bailed out every time you, you make a boo-boo, right? Like, and her, her letter to the president on the 4th of July, I think, reflects her newfound appreciation of freedom in this country. Uh, because over there, there was one analyst saying, like, yeah, in Russia, you're just guilty, yeah. Like you're, there is no trial. You're just like, how much prison time are you going to get? Yeah. I mean, that is like one thing that makes us the greatest country is that we do try to take care of our people. We do. In situations like this. Cause I don't think Russia would, if it was a citizen or athlete, they'd probably be like, eh, yeah, whatever. Um, a lot of countries won't, we'll try. Um, they're not always the best and yeah, I don't know. She's, she's going to be in for a long one because it's been a few months, right? Yeah, since February 11th. Uh, I, again, yeah, again, the vibe I got was kind of this, this, this cultural thing where we feel spoiled, like we can do whatever we want. We can go into a country and bring drugs and almost justify it like, oh, it's just weed. Like that was one of the vibes I got from one of the analysts. It was like, she was like, it's only 0.7 grams of weed. And I was like, it's still drugs though. You still broke the law in another country. Um, I do hope she's okay. I do hope she makes it back. Uh, but yeah, lesson it, learned. Yeah, it shines light too on just like the the power of celebrity. Like how many people were left in Iraq yeah. who no one cares about, no one gives a shit about. Uh, we do, but like that story's long gone. Yeah, they stopped talking about it, and there's thousands. There was a story. Not to draw this out longer, there was a story uh, a few years ago that did you ever see? He was a student from I forget what college here. Went to North Korea. First off, who goes to North Korea for a vacation? But he stole a property. I bet the prices are good. <laughs> yeah, I did. You can get there on uh, hopper.com for like 45 bucks. <laughs> well, it was the wrong move. So, kid goes to North Korea. He was in a store and he saw a poster that was like propaganda. So, he took it and he died in a work camp. The family tried to get him back. The government tried to get him back. And North Korea was like, no, he's, he's a thief. He stole it. Plus, he was trying to make them look bad. Um, is that him? Yeah, I think so. 2016. In prison, North Korea. Attempted theft of propaganda poster. What's his name? Otto Babamir. Yeah. They, they put him in a work camp. Worked him to death in like Why would he go to, <laughs> to North Korea? It's just stupidity like that. Like you're saying, as Americans, I do a lot of traveling. I've been to a ton of countries. Yeah, no, you, you kind of... We get it. You travel, Chris. Chris, you know, good story. You circled it back. Like, again, I hope she's safe. I think, obviously, she's being held for something that in America she would have got slapped on the wrist for. I, obviously, Russia's using it as leverage. It sucks. Um, but I guess what the point I was making is as I was reading the story was, yeah, this sort of this sort of cultural thing that's happened in this country because we've had it so good for so long that there's sort of a spoiled ethos running through stories like this where it's like, yeah. dude, you got in trouble and it, you're going to have to pay the piper and it sucks and it's probably going to be more cruel than usual. But um, yeah, it just feels like everyone's spoiled. Like we, yeah, like we can, sh I can show up to North Korea and do that and, and think like I'm so delusional and think, nothing's going to happen and everyone's yeah. going to show up and rescue me. It's like that, well, that, thing, the, scene, that scene from war dogs sums it up. <laughs> that, do you remember that scene when he's going to the airport and he's like, excuse me, excuse me, I'm, I'm American. American. <laughs> I got to go first. And he just cuts in front of everybody. 
I was trying to be careful just now. Like, I don't want to say anything that's going to be played back years later. And am I, I'm going to be like, did that come across? Senator well? Miller no, no, yeah, like, was found in this like whole podcast. Or like, yeah, I just, again, it just feels so spoiled to me. It just feels so American. It feels so, you know, if I showed up to Tehran with Coke and got in trouble, I would disappear. Like, Excuse me. I'm, <laughs> I'm an influencer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't, man, it's going to be interesting. Tough to watch topic. It play out. Yeah. Um, just a bit outside. Just a bit outside. Don't forget to email us what you would do with the, the trophy. Stan- the Stanley yeah. Cup. Yeah, you know what to do. The trophy. <laughs> the trophy. Bye bye. Okay, see right. ya. Let's get to work. Vaughn into the windup in his first offering. Just a bit outside. 